Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited to bring you today's guest interview with Emily Fry. And we are going to be talking all about how you can have a successful freelancing business even if you feel like you're an introvert. I learned some very interesting things about introverts that I didn't know prior to this, and Emily is so sweet and so kind. Trust me, you're going to just love her when you hear her talk, and she shares some really great strategies and tactical things that you can do if you feel like you're an introvert or you're shy or you're afraid to put yourself out there because that was Emily, and she has a super successful freelancing business and now a coaching business, and I can't wait for you to hear all about her journey and her tips and tricks. So I'll introduce you to Emily and then we'll go ahead and dive on into the show. So as a marketing coach, podcast manager, and the host of the Introverts Empowered Podcast, Emily Fry knows the importance of stepping into your power as an introvert. She helps introverted and sensitive women shift their mindsets, helping them reach goals and crush their limiting beliefs. Whether she's teaching entrepreneurs to market their business in ways that builds relationships or helping them craft copy that makes them more visible to their clients, Emily leverages her ability to inspire introverted women to take action. When she's not working with her clients or working on completing her psychology degree, Emily recharges with family adventures to the beach and checking out new Italian restaurants. When she finds a quiet moment, Emily enjoys a good book and a hot tea. Let's go ahead and dive on into the show where we will meet Emily and talk all things how introverts can have a successful online business. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Hey there, Emily. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Aubrey. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Yeah, I am too. I'm really excited to dive into our conversation today. Before we get into all the good stuff, would you mind just taking a little bit of time and introducing yourself to my audience and letting them know who you are and what you do and how you got started in the online space? Absolutely. So I am a mom to one sweet three-year-old little boy. His name is Rhett, and I am also a general psychology major 
And I got started in the online space as a podcast manager back in 2019 and really found my niche there. It took a little bit of time, but it was perfect for me as an introvert because there is a lot of solitary work that you do there, not a ton of client interaction. So it was the perfect like way for me to baby step into this online space. Now I have shifted into helping introverted female entrepreneurs really step into the online space as well, get business market their business and really hit the ground running and crush those limiting beliefs that are holding them back from reaching their goals. Awesome. I love that. And you said you had a psychology degree. What were you, what were you doing before freelancing and what was, um, I, you, you're a mom, so I, I might assume what your reason for getting started with freelancing was, but I would love if you just yeah. kind of share that, that process of why you got started. Yeah, yeah. So before I had my son, I was in college full time, actually for education, which I think we have that in common, don't we, Aubrey, because you come from education background. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Okay, cool, cool. So when I had my son, I decided that that path was no longer for me. I did not want that rigid schedule as a teacher. Um, I didn't think that I could make time for student teaching and all of that, like volunteer work that goes into completing that degree. And so I took a step back from college altogether for a while. And that's when I really got into freelancing. And I decided that I wanted to be home with my son. I wanted to find a way to create a flexible schedule for myself. And I think that's a common theme for so many mamas out there that can relate to that. But um, a little bit later in my journey, after I kind of got into the swing of things, I shifted into general psychology because I just got so interested in the way that our minds work, especially as introverts and HSPs, highly sensitive people, and how that impacts our behavior and, and the way that we reach our goals. And so that's just kind of how I've shifted and pivoted along the way. Lots of pivots, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Right. Um, I think you and my husband would get along well because he is a school counselor and he, he loves dissecting those things. And I'll always ask him like in different scenarios, like he, he has that ability to, to like kind of think about, oh, well, this is maybe where they're coming from. So yeah, I love that. Um, now I would love to talk a little bit about what were some of the things when you were, you know, starting your business or even through all of these pivots that you've had, um, what's something that maybe held you back or that you struggled with, um, in your business? I think that imposter syndrome was the biggest thing in the beginning. And really the only thing that helped me overcome that was getting a mentor, investing in a course and feeling like I had that really tangible plan to gain skills. Because even if you have like work experience, there's just something special about this online space. There's so many platforms that you have to learn, so many skills that you have to adapt to. And having a mentor on your side is just invaluable in that, I feel. Yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. I'm like over here shaking my head because that is something that I I know that I have found for myself too as I think one of the big reasons why my business took off the way that it did and why I still feel like I'm able to continue to work through a lot of the obstacles that come up because I, like you said too, you know, you have your job experience and maybe you experience some obstacles in that job, but shifting to the online space requires almost like a whole different type of skill set and mindset and the work that you have to do on yourself, both personally and, per- and professionally. Um, it takes a lot. And having someone who's kind of gone before you and navigated that and has already experienced some of those roadblocks and obstacles can really um, help you. So, um, and I, I, I touched on this too, that I think 
mindset is huge in, in building your business and, and continuing to grow. I, I know that that was something that I talk about a lot too, because a lot of people will say, oh, you know, how did you do what you did? And can you show me? And I would start out by sending them like mindset stuff. Like this is going to be a great read for you. This is going to be really important. And they're like, no, no, no. Tell me the step-by-step. And it's like, you got to start here. You got <laughs> So yes. um, what role do you feel like mindset has played in your business and its success? Oh my goodness, Aubrey, I couldn't agree with you more. I honestly think that, that mindset is 80% and strategy is 20%. I don't know where I got that figure from, but I've heard it somewhere <laughs> before and it completely resonated. Um, I do feel like in the beginning of my business, I made a huge mistake in trying to jump straight to the strategy. How do I get clients? And that really masculine energy and just burning myself out, like looking for clients and just constantly being in that overwhelm. And it was really helpful for me to step back and start to do that meditation work and journaling and all that kind of stuff that in the moment, it doesn't feel productive. You feel like you're wasting time and you're not moving the needle forward. But in the grand scheme of things, you grow so much as a person and those clients become so much more attracted to your energy when you're not graspy. I think that's the most powerful aspect of mindset work is that it kind of alleviates that desperation that people can smell from a mile away when you center yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So true. And that's why like a lot of the stuff that I teach, I'm, I'm huge on mindset. And I'm like, before we even get started with any of the tactical steps, we have to start here. We have to, I, I almost refer to it as like you're building a house and your mindset is that foundation of your house. And if you don't take time to have a really strong foundation, when the storm comes, when the obstacles come, your house is going to, you know, it's not going to stand. It's going to have cracks in it and it's going to be hard, you know, like it's going to take a lot of rebuilding. But if you take the time and you put a really strong foundation in place, then you're going to be able to weather the storm. So I believe in that wholeheartedly. And, and you're right on the 80% mindset, 20% strategy, because it's, it's true. And it's going to be the Thing that allows you to move through those obstacles and those roadblocks that come your way. Not that you just like will jump, jump right over them that you're now that you have your mindset all figured out that you're going to skip past them, but it's going to allow you to move through those things um, faster than, than you would if you didn't do that work. And I always talk about that too. Like I know some of the mindset stuff that you hear a lot, like you said, the meditation and the journaling and the affirmations, it seems very silly and it seems trivial to do it. But if you continue to do it time after time, it will pay off and it can't, it's not a one and done thing. I don't know if you, if you feel that same way, Um, but I I will see people who are like, well, I've been doing it. It's not happening. It's like, well, it's not something that you just do for a little while and then you're cured. Your mindset's fixed. Like, especially if you're in the online business space where you're being required to push yourself out of your comfort zone and, and stretch yourself a little bit more, you need that daily practice of your mindset. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that, you know, like you said, at every level, you're going to have to do this mindset work, like every time you stretch yourself a little bit more. And so it's important to have those tools in your back pocket. I definitely agree. Right. So now I want to shift a little bit into the topic that I know that you are an expert in is helping introverts in the online space. And is that something that you dealt with personally? And how did that that introvertedness uh, play a role, I guess, in your business? 
Yeah. So for me, being an introvert played a role in my business in more of an energy perspective. So I grew up as a really shy kid and I kind of embodied that label. But as I grew older, I kind of shed that label, but I didn't shed that innate introverted part of myself which means that I draw energy from being alone. I have to have time to recharge and rest and reset and talking to other people while I really enjoy it. I do enjoy it. It does drain me. And so I have to set boundaries around that. And so you can imagine that when starting a freelancing business, you have to be networking. You have to be putting yourself out there on Facebook groups or LinkedIn or whatever that platform is for you. Um, For me, it showed up as overextending myself as an introvert and really burning myself out and not taking time to tune in. And I found that a lot of the strategies, the marketing strategies and things that were put out there, they were really tailored to fit this extrovert norm, right? There weren't these boundaries and parameters of how to deal with it when you are facing that burnout and when you are overwhelmed. And there weren't those guidelines as to how to kind of baby step your way into this. That's a really interesting perspective um, because I, I never thought of it from that angle of it, you know, draining your energy and then feeling like, you know, it's kind of that whole thing of, you know, recharging your batteries. And then if you, I know that for me too, like when I was building my business, I mean, I was using any bit of extra time that I had when I wasn't teaching to network and to grow. And so I can imagine for someone who, you know, and I feel like I would, I guess I would characterize myself as an ambivert because I, I do enjoy talking to people and in social situations, I like having conversation with people, but I'm also someone who I do need my alone time. Like, even though I love my husband to death, like I need time, like in my room with my reality TV, like no one talking to me, like I need, I need that too. So I can relate to that. Um, and I know that I have a lot of listeners who maybe think of the typical, introvert, like they're shy, they don't want to put themselves out there. They feel um, nervous and hesitant about that because they, that's not their personality. Are there certain ways that we, if you are introverted like that, um, whether that's like just feeling shy or maybe like you, that um, it drains your energy. Were there things that you did in the beginning that kind of helped you with that to, to recharge your batteries, so to speak? So to recharge my battery, I would say I had to just kind of stop trying to push the timeline. I had to set really reasonable goals like, okay, I'm going to go for one client a month instead of like, oh, I want to book out my entire business in a month, right? Um, So I had to kind of mold that strategy to fit my personality and I think that's an important part of building a business is just setting really reasonable and attainable goals for yourself, not what somebody else says is a reasonable goal. Um, For my shy people out there, I would say that if you're waiting for confidence to kind of fall into your lap, or if you're waiting for a course or something like that, or a book to give you confidence, you're going to be waiting around a long time. And I would not suggest holding your breath because... (laughs) I mean, that's just not the way that it works. Confidence and coming out of your shell, it comes with taking action and imperfect action and practicing. And so what I always say is just take baby steps because if you tell yourself, okay, next week I'm going to go on Facebook Live, but at this point you're scared to even post a picture of yourself on your personal profile 
that's not a reasonable goal for you, right? Back to those reasonable expectations. And so it's really important to determine what is that baby step? Is it responding to a comment in a Facebook group? Is it doing like one outreach on LinkedIn? Like what is that step for you? You have to decide that for yourself. And then another thing is shyness and fear are very closely related. That's where all this comes from is fear of rejection. And so an analogy I like to use that I think came from like a book that I read a while ago. I wish I could remember the name, but I like to think of fear as the screaming child in the backseat, right? We're all mamas. We can all imagine the scenario in our head. And so that child is throwing a tantrum, right? And you as the responsible parent, you don't just swerve off the road and like give up the, the final destination and vision that you have for your business, right? You might pull over and stop the car, you might listen and acknowledge that that fear is there for that child or whatever the issue is, right? You hold space for that, but a calm and responsible parent just continues forward on the path eventually, staying focused on that final destination. They keep taking that action. They don't let the screaming child take over the plan. <laughs> right. That resonates with me so much because that's something that I I know that I've heard um, continuously throughout my journey um, and then now shifting into this um, role that I have now as an online educator, I will have a lot of people say to me, well, I'm not as confident as you, Aubrey, so I can never do what you do. Um, And I I do feel like I have some some natural tendencies to to put myself out there. But I remember even when I first got started, like I was so scared to even get on Instagram stories and show my face. And it, it, it sometimes it was just like, you know, now you can, what you can on hands for, you can record a whole minute worth of stories, you know, four slides worth of stories. It was just a 15 second one. Like that's all I could do just enough to start to like, like you said, those baby steps. And that's really where that confidence comes from. Like you said, not waiting for it to come around to you, um, taking that action. It's, I always say it's step first, then confidence. And it's from that repeated, those repeated actions. So I, I love that. Love that you brought that up now. Um, Obviously, our business as freelancers is not a business. I mean, we can we can have the service, we can have the ideal client, we can have the thing set up, but it's not a business unless we actually are out there marketing ourselves, which if you're introverted, if you're you know scared to put yourself out there can be hard. So do you have any strategies for how, if you're feeling like you're shy and, and scared to put yourself out there, how introverts can market themselves effectively online? Yeah, yeah. So I'll tell you what's worked for me is creating a safe container for my marketing. So I really enjoy interacting in my own Facebook group. That feels a lot less scary than posting something on my personal Facebook profile or Instagram where like everybody who knows me can see. I think that's like a big first step for freelancers is like putting their business out there to their personal network. So think about you know, I'm not saying you should hold yourself back from being visible, but think about like, maybe there's a container where you would feel comfortable. Maybe that's an entrepreneurial Facebook group. Maybe it's not even your own, but just give that a little bit of thought, how you can create a container for yourself. And then also um, something that I do is I leverage my own strengths as far as like, I really enjoy writing because I'm an internal processor. I like to really think things over. And so a lot of introverts are that way. We live in our heads a lot. And so if that's you, don't put this huge pressure on yourself to go live or do video. You know, video is impactful, but start where you're at. Go ahead and post some organic copy 
in Facebook groups. That's always my favorite thing to go back for, but to go back to, but that could be Instagram or whatever that looks like for you. Um, and then you could also move into podcasting once you get a little bit more comfortable. Solo casting is great for introverts because you really have that control over planning the interview and editing. And then again, it's something you can build on when you get more comfortable hearing your own voice and speaking. You can be a guest on other podcasts and get visible that way and get that external visibility going. And so I think maybe choose one of those paths to start with, right? And so for a lot of us, it's probably going to be writing and commit to once a week, I'm going to post something, you know, don't, don't say it's going to be two to three times a week or every day, because, you know, that's like a ticket to burnout for most of us probably. So I would say commit to what's reasonable. Again, that's like the common theme and just get going and put yourself out there. It's going to be okay. Yeah, I no, I completely agree with that. Especially, you know, you will hear that a lot. People will say, well, how many times should I post? How many times should I go live? How many times should I get behind the camera? Um, and I think especially for people who even, you know, struggle with the, the thought of that or that feels overwhelming, um, there really isn't a magic number, I think, to growth. You know, there some people right. will throw out, oh, you have to be posting or you have to be doing this or you have to be networking for so many minutes. What I always recommend to people too, just because I think that this is a great strategy to have in place, whatever it is that you choose to do, just be consistent with it. If, if that is posting one time a week, well then be just be consistent with posting one time a week. Um, if setting a goal for posting five days a week feels overwhelming and you know that you'll stick, stick with it for like two weeks and then you'll fall off, that's probably not a great goal to have. But whatever it is that you're choosing to do, just being consistent with it. And I think by being consistent with it and starting small, like you mentioned to taking those baby steps, that will, that momentum will compound over time and you'll be able to maybe increase how many times you're posting or increase how many times you're marketing or putting yourself out there or making connections. So I really, I loved everything that you said. If you had one piece, one last piece of advice, maybe for any introverts out there who want to start, but they're afraid, like want to put themselves out there, but they're afraid, or maybe they just need a little reassurance. They know they need to be, you know, putting themselves out there more and marketing more, but they just kind of need a little like fire under their butt. Do you have any last pieces of advice for them? Yes. So my last piece of advice would be to really think about this label. Have you put yourself into a box because you identify as introverted or shy? It only means what you make it mean. And so I would say if you're constantly telling yourself, I can't be a successful virtual assistant or freelancer because I'm introverted. The universe is going to say, well, your wish is my command, right? That's the way the law of attraction works. I'm a little woo woo, you guys. So I hope you're tracking with me, but start to change that internal dialogue. You need to start to shift your beliefs to introverts can be powerful leaders. They can be great business owners and they're actually awesome service providers because we love that behind the scenes work. And so Really, that's just my last piece of advice. List those limiting beliefs that you have and figure out how it is that you can reframe them and affirm to yourself that you can do this and look for proof. Look for other introverts that are successful. They're out there and really just start to prove to your logical mind that this is possible for you. I, I love that. That's something that I 
constantly do with myself. And another thing that I throw in there is even if I say something like, oh, I can't do this, I put the word yet at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a little bit of my teaching background. And we did a lot with growth mindset too, because that was something that we're trying to, I know in our younger generation, like instill, even if something is hard, like not using things like I can't do it. Even if you say I can't do it, like I can't do this yet but I can learn how to do it. I can get strategies. I can get tools in my toolbox that'll help me to do it. So that is such a powerful piece of advice. And if you're looking for, you know, someone who is introverted and has made it as a success, Emily here is definitely one of those people. So I would love for you to share where my listeners can come hang out with you and, and connect with you more and see someone who, you know, had some of those introverted tendencies and was able to make it even through the scary times. So I would love for you to share where we can come learn more about you. Yeah, so I would love for you guys to come hang out with me in the free Facebook community, Introverts Empowered. Just type that in your search bar. You can also find me on Instagram at Emily, E-M-I-L-E-E-K-F-R-Y. And I also have a podcast called Introverts Empowered, and I would love for you to give it a listen. Oh, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And I love that you have two E's at the end of your name because I also have two E's at the end of my name. And that's something I know people will probably spell your name with the Y at the end. People will spell my name with EY. So we're connected like that. And my best friend's name is spelled the same way as you too. So I just love that's so funny. (laughs) Soul sisters. Right, right. Absolutely. (laughs) So thank you so much, Emily, for coming on today. I so appreciate it. And I've loved everything that you've shared. And I know it's going to resonate with my audience so much. Thank you so much for having me, Aubrey. This has been really my pleasure. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.